0: Good evening. Today we'll be studying the thirteenth and final chapter of Hilchot Gerushim. And this chapter will be a continuation of the previous chapter and we'll continue to speak about testimony in regards to a deceased husband. And um, Harambam will close um, with something extremely interesting and the reason for why we are more lenient uh, in regards to um, helping a woman um, get out of her aguna status, um, as we mentioned um, in the previous chapter. Uh, Hahamim were extremely considerate in regards to um, a woman and her situation, in which in the situation in which her husband um, isn't found, and we accept testimony from people that we do not typically accept testimony in regards to this. Uh, for example, a goy um, who not who speaks in who speaks casually, not in the context of testimony, is believed, as are um, other women. Um, aside from the five men sh- five women um, whose presumption is that they um, dislike each other. Um, for example, Ishivha, uh, another woman, an um, Eved, um, or Edmi P Eved, or Edmi P or Edmi P Shivha. Or Edmi Pikerovim are all accepted in regards to um, this te- to testify that a husband um, has died again in order to uh, help the um, the women marry someone else and not stay um, alone for the duration of her life. Gerushin, Thirteenth and Final Chapter of Hilchot Gerushin. If a woman says to her husband, you divorce me in the presence of so-and-so, and then these same witnesses come and contradict what she said, and if she and her husband thereafter Go, go to some place, presuming um, there is peace in the world. And if um, she she comes back and claims that her husband died, she is not to be believed, because her presumption is that she is a liar and she is simply trying to escape and slip away from her husband. Then if one witness comes and testifies that her husband is in fact dead, she may not remarry because she may have hired him to testify for her. But if she does remarry, she doesn't need to leave that marriage because um, she has a witness. And as we mentioned before, um, we do rely on one witness in regards to a husband's uh, death. So in this case, again, um, she um, from the outset should not marry someone else because our because we suspect that she hired him and paid him to testify for her. But if she did um, marry um, a second guy, um she doesn't have to leave because again, um, we believe this one witness that came forth.. <speaking in Hebrew> So too, if the world is in a state of war, and she came and said, "My husband died in the war." She is not believed. Even though um, they may have had a good, re- the husband and wife may have had a good relationship, because she'll conclude and rely on um, a situation that many people. Um, die uh, that namely war with tomar and she'll claim that he died that she'll claim that he died um, just uh, like the people at the front lines and the people in the back lines that her husband was in the middle Um, because she'll conclude just as those who were on the front lines and on the back lines died, <inaudible> so the middle people, the people that are in the middle camp must have also died, <inaudible> because she, she concludes, <inaudible> um, as a result, she is not, <inaudible> even if she claims that he died in war and I buried him, but if she um, says that he died on his bed, she is to be believed. And in, um, in a war, because as we'll see um, in the next few halachot, that um, unfortunately, um, that um, some people in war, um, soldiers and bodies get dismembered. I mean, it's difficult to identify their bodies. Um, so it's possible that despite the fact that the woman says that he died in war and she herself buried him, it's possible that she buried someone else again because um, of the nature of war and because of the um, dismemberment of um, of the bodies that may occur. But again, if she says that he um, dies died on his bed, she is to be believed. If there is not um, war um, present in the world at the time, and then the wife claims, and comes to the bedin and claims that there was a war in such and such place and my husband died in the war. She should not marry from the outset. But if she did marry a second husband, she doesn't need to leave him. So to a woman that says, "My husband died um, because he was under a collapsed building," she is not to be believed. So too, if there was an outbreak of snakes and scorpions in a certain place, and she claims that uh, my husband was bitten by a snake or by a scorpion and he died. she is not to be believed because she might conclude and rely on the majority of people that died um, because they got bitten, but there isn't anything necessary um, uh, for any, there isn't anything necessary for her to reach the conclusion that in fact her husband is the one that died.. Amra Amra if um, she claims that there were people that blew smoke into our house or into our cave um, on me and my husband and he died and I was saved and she is not to be believed Just as um, she claims that a miracle was done for her and in, in, in through that miracle she was saved so too uh, the court um, um, says and uh, reasons that um, just as a miracle was done for her, so too a miracle was done for him and he was saved as well. If it was a year of famine, and she says that my husband died, she is not, but if um, she claims that he died and I buried him, she is in uh, a In contrast, again, um, to the war, because in this case, there isn't the... Um, the doubt or suspicion that the husband's body changed so drastically that her that his wife wouldn't be able um, to recognize him again in contrast to identify him again in contrast to war that um, a body may have been dismembered and it would be hard to identify. Amra, Amra naflu naflu alenu goyim. If she claims that um, there were goyim that came upon us, or robbers, or thieves, uh, and he died and I was saved, she uh, is believed, and because typically robbers or goyim, um, don't usually, if they come and attack a group of people, they typically won't kill the women. Um, and, this, and this is Again, she is believed because typically when a group of people attack another group of people, they don't kill the woman. and we don't assume that just as she was saved, her husband is her husband was saved as well, rather, um we do believe her in this case.. Halakhahe. If there was a deadly plague in the world, and she comes and claims that my husband died, she is believed. Because everyone knows that uh, during um, times of a deadly plague, there are some people that die and some that don't. And it's possible that in a plague, um, young people who are strong and fit, will be saved, um, sorry, will will die, and um, older people who are sick um, will not die. And because of this, we don't suspect that she relied on um, the fact that the majority of people may have died, because again, a deadly plague doesn't differentiate between people who are healthy and sick. Um, so she is uh, believed. amarnu, as we mentioned in the previous chapter, uh, the an ed, um, the hearsay, or the witness that heard from someone who heard from a witness, um, is valid in regards um, to a woman's marital status. When is this so? This is all assuming that she heard from someone who is mentally sound. Um, for example, a servant or a female servant. But if the person um, who is coming to testify heard it uh, from um, someone who is mentally incapacitated or a minor, he cannot um, testify and we don't rely on what he said. Uh, if someone heard from a group of young children, that they say the following. If, again, someone heard from a group of children that say that we just came from a, from the eulogy of so-and-so, and so-and-so were the people who eulogized him, and so-and-so was the hacham that was present, and so-and-so carried um, the coffin, And this is what they did with uh, the coffin. This person who heard it from this group of children can testify from uh, what they say um, and anything of this sort and um, the women can marry someone else. A Jew who said the following, I have killed so-and-so, a woman may... Um, marry as a result of what he said. <laughs> because um the rule is that an individ- we, the rule is that a person doesn't typically make himself out to be um a rasha and um he testified that um that um that the guy that the guy is in fact um dead therefore despite the fact that he admitted to murder um he is not, um, his, te- his testimony about um, the husband that he is dead is accepted. As we mentioned in the previous chapter, a, a non Jew who was speaking innocently in regards to a husband who died, um, his testimony is accepted in regards to um, a woman's marital status. Kitsad, how so? If a Goy was talking casually and said, shemet, kama ne e haya ve tov, tova asa If the Goy, um, again, says the following, Woe unto so-and-so that he died, he was such a great guy, and um, it's uh, and he did such great things with me. Or if he says um, casually, Or if he says casually, if he says that when I was walking, so and so fell when he was walking with us, and he actually died, and we were absolutely shocked about this, um, and how um, and how in the world did he die? Anything of this sort that would imply that he isn't um, giving over testimony. He is to be believed. A Jew who heard from a non-Jew who was speaking casually can testify um, from what he heard from this Goy and the woman can marry based on, on this individual's testimony. When does this apply? This only applies when the Goy didn't have a reason to lie or some type of ulterior motive. Shema because because um, perhaps, um, because again we presume that um, if he didn't have an ulterior motive um, Yes, Mihila um, this only applies when the Goy did not have an ulterior motive because there's no reason for us to suspect that he has um, something else in mind um, for example if someone said to someone else do um, whatever I tell you um, or else I'll kill you just like I killed so and so this person does does is not in fact testifying innocently because his intention is to intimidate the other person. So too, if um, we heard from the courts of Goyim that say that we killed so-and-so, and we do not accept this as testimony, because, there, because our presumption in regards to courts of Goyim is that they lie in order to intimidate other people. By the way, this is extremely, extremely interesting and telling about... Um, the court systems of the goyim. so too anything of this sort. If there was a goi who was talking casually at first, afa Peace. Even if we ask him about what he said later, and we examine everything that he said about, um, and we, and again, we, and sorry, we examine everything that he said, he is to be believed. Even though um, it it looks afterwards that in the context of testimony, the fact that they're checking him, he is believed, and a woman might, and a mar- women can marry based on what he said. Again, another way, Chachamim um, were lenient. In uh, the in this situation, again, to all to allow a woman to marry um, and get out of her aguna status. As we mentioned again in the previous chapter, a witness who said that he heard that so and so died even though he heard from a woman who heard it from a servant he is valid to testify in regards to a woman's marital status and she can marry based on what he excuse me based on what he says uh, but if um, the witness or the woman or the servant say, so-and-so died, and I saw that he died, we ask him, And we ask him, how did you see, and um, how do you know that so-and-so died? If he testified with um, a clear, um, he testified clearly, um, and clearly showing that the individual died, and that, she's, and that they're telling the truth, they are believed, but if they testified in regards to a situation that the majority of people would die, not necessarily that this individual himself did die and that they saw him die. And <laughs> this woman, the woman, cannot marry as a result of this type of testimony. She Al bo Because again, the only time we accept testimony in regards to someone that died is when someone saw him die for sure. And there isn't any doubt that he died. How so? Ra'uhu If there was a group of people, if, if someone saw him fall into um, a body of water or the ocean, Even if he dr- drowned in the Mediterranean Sea. Enmi'idin alav shemet. No one can testify that this individual died. Shema Because it's possible that he may have um, swam or, um, made it to shore somewhere else. But if he fell into a smaller body of water or a body of water that um, that's bound, for example, a pit or um, water inside a cave, that someone who's standing there sees everything that sees the entire surrounding. And they waited until um, that individual died, and it's um, and um, he would be in the wa- and he would be in the water um, for um, the amount of time that it would take him to, to that he wouldn't be able to um, hold his breath for that long, thereby um, the individual probably again died. and again he went underwater um, for a long period of time and didn't come up. That individual who is watching can testify that they died, and his wife can marry someone else. Yes, So, too, if he was thrown into a body of water and there was a net that was thrown to try and save him. And um, what the net caught and what was brought back um, is a limb that, without which, that individual um, would die. <laughs> um, they, the individual who, the people who saw it, can testify that he died, and his wife may be married as a result of this type of testimony. <laughs> if someone saw that another individual fell into a lion's den or a pit. Of tigers or anything of this sort, and they cannot testify for him. It's possible that um, the lions or the tigers um, did not eat him, similar to a uh, little, yes, a little bit um, reminiscent of the story of Daniel. If he fell into a pit with snakes and scorpions, or into um, a furnace fiery furnace, or to a boiling cauldron with wine or oil, or if his neck was cut in which the esophagus and trachea would be totally cut or the majority of them would be cut. In all of these cases, if that individual got up and ran away, um, we can testify that he died because it's um, he is definitely going to die, um, even though he got up and uh, ran away, um, even though it's highly unlikely that he, in fact, would. But again, we can, his end is that he will die, according to the halacha. So to anything that it is highly, highly unlikely, um, almost impossible that an individual will continue to live. <inaudible> Rather, um, that individual will die a short time after. Um, anyone can testify in that type of... Um, any if he witnessed that type of situation. <inaudible> if they saw him hung and they saw the birds eating him, even though he was um, stabbed or um, there were arrows that were shot at him, one may not testify that he died. But if they saw the birds eating um, places in which it would for sure um, be clear that he died, for example, if the birds were eating at his brain or his heart or, or any of his um inside organs um anyone seeing this can testify that he died Halacha um tet zain ed ehad she'amar rei'itim shemet bamilchama o bamapoet o shetava bayam hagadol umet khayeose ba'enu medavrim she'braban lemita one witness who came and said i saw that he died in the war or in a collapsing building or uh, that he drowned um in uh the in The sea, and he died, or anything of this sort. That the majority of which an individual in this situation um, would die. If he says that I buried him as well, he is believed, and the women can marry based on this type of testimony. Again, the point of the fact that um, he buried him is that he is he definitely identified the body and can and can um, and based on that. Um, we allow the women to um, marry someone else. But if he didn't say that he buried the individual, the woman may not marry from the outset. But if she did marry, um, she does not have to leave her husband, and um, it's not like the um, situation because again, because again, this is in the case of one witness, and if she married someone else, she doesn't need to leave her second husband. And it's not like the case of um, the women that... um, Yes, because this witness doesn't have any interest um, in the husband dying, um, and it's not like... Yes, and it's because, yes, the one witness doesn't have any interest in the... um, and the husband dying, therefore, she doesn't have to leave the husband, the second husband. So to a woman who testified, um that oh yeah, so to um one witness who came to testify for a woman that her husband um drowned in Mayim Shainla himself, himself. Are, um, an example of them is an ocean that it's impossible to see. In Harambam, it defines exactly what man himself is in perushmishna um meshet yevamot perket zain um man himself is a body of water that um, from one viewing point it's impossible to see um, the entire body of water um, so again a someone who, one person who came to testify for a woman that her husband um, drowned in um, a body in himself. Velo and he did not come up. And his, and his remembrance was lost and he was totally forgotten. This woman cannot marry um, someone else based on this type of testimony, as we mentioned. But again, if she um, did marry, she does not leave her second husband. Even if the guy was talking casually, and says that so and so drowned in the water. And she married based on this, type, on this testimony, she does not need to leave the second husband. But if a sage ruled that this type of woman can marry from the outset, um, we put him in Nidui. And Nidui, again, as we mentioned in the previous chapter and in Hilchotan Torah, is um, we distance this individual um, socially, um, and the reason why is because he ruled not according to, to the halacha. As the halacha is that she cannot marry from the outset. Um, and again, he because he ruled contrary to the law, we put this sage in nidui. Halacha harug omit. If we found an individual. Um, That was murdered, or if we find him dead. And his forehead, nose, and face are still intact, and we recognize that he is so and so. Um, We can testify about him. But if um, one of the things that we mentioned, again, the forehead, nose, or face um, was taken off, um, and isn't present in his body when we find him. Even though there are signs um, on his body and on his um, possessions that can indicate um, that this individual is, in fact, who we think he is. And a shuma um, is a stamp. No, Mehila, Mehila. Yes, a shuma seems, I think, sh- a shuma, yes, a shuma is a type of birthmark or a type of mole that would um, clearly indicate that um, this individual is who we think he is. And me'idin shema ahiru, we do not testify, again, if his f- um, forehead or nose or face are not intact, even if there are other things that can indicate that it's who we think he is. Again, we don't testify um, based on this because... It's possible that it's someone else. When is this so? This is only this only applies if we saw him within three days after his murder or after his death. But after three days, we don't testify about him because um, his individual, because sorry, his face. Um, changes after three days, and it becomes diff- more, much more difficult to recognize that person. Uh, if someone drown in the ocean and um, is cast out by the ocean on dry land, Even after a long period of time, the rule is the following. If his face and nose are recognizable, testimony may be given to his death because in the water, his appearance changes only after um, a long period of time. But after um, he was cast out of the sea, and he is on dry land for 12 hours and becomes swollen. No testimony may be given in regards to his death because his appearance has undergone a type of change. When we look at this individual in order to recognize him and to testify about him, we can check him and examine him even at night um, with using a candle or using the moonlight. Ra'u Ehad Omed Merahok. If someone saw him from far, the omeshu peloni ben peluni nimi makumpeloni, and um he says that this is so and so from such and such place, the aren't shakona hash, the hari who met the halfum zauhu shell nishtana velohi kiruhare elumisiin et ishto, if um Yes, if there are people standing at a distance and say that so and so, that he is, um, that some individual is so-and-so, the son, is son of so-and-so from such-and-such such place, and he was stung by a serpent and died, and if, sorry, if, sorry, bitten by a serpent and died, if um, the people um, that are looking um, find his appearance um, changed, that they cannot recognize him, his wife may... Um, marry on um on their account because they recognized him before and we assume that again because they say who he was um, and who his father was and from what place he was um we um, they are believed to again let this woman marry someone else o. Anashim. If a person comes and says that I was told by a court or by some people When you go to such and such place tell them that Yitzhak, the son of Michael, died And the, the shaliach comes to us but the shaliach doesn't know who this individual is and only knows his name, because of the fact that we know who the individual, um, who he says is, Um, his wife is um, permitted to marry someone else, and we don't say, um, and we don't suspect that there's another Yitzhak ben Mikael that um, died, and again, obviously, um, the name is given as an example, but again, the point is that if someone comes from so- another place um, and is told to tell the court of the locale that he's coming to that so-and-so died and explicitly says his name, if the court knows who he is, um, his wife is muteret. Halacha <laughs> kavbet lemakom if um, a goy and a Jew left um, together to um, another place, and the goy, when he came back by himself and spoke casually, again, not in the context of edut, he says, the guy who came with me to such and such place is dead. The woman may remarry. Even if the goy did not know the dead person, provided that the goy adds that he um, buried him. Halacha <laughs> kaf gimal. V'chayim yatu asarab bene adam ki ehad mi makom na asurin be kolar onosim gemalim v'chayase b'dvarim elu. So too, if there was a group of 10 people that were going as one from one place to another, and they are um, all um, prisoned and all in chains um, together, or they're all leading camels as a group or anything of this sort. And Goy was talking innocently and said, If um, the Goy speaks innocently and says that the ten people that went from such-and-such such place to such-and-such such, such place, and they were leading um, camels, and gives a little bit of detail, all, and says that all of these individuals died and we buried them, um, their women may remarry. Their wife, their, the, the wives of these people who died may um, remarry. If a Jew says that a Jew who is with us died in such-and-such place, his features were such-and-such and and his um, identification marks were such-and-such, it cannot be said... um, Um, simply um, by their estimate that he is the person that um, they are in fact um, trying to identify until we have a testimony that he is in fact who they say he is um, and there is someone that um, can recognize his name and can um, specify the name of his city. But if the witness says that some that this guy went with us from such and such city and died soon after, an investigation is made in that city. and if it's found that no one except the guy who um, they claim died left, his wife may remarry. Matsu bishtar. If it's found written on a certain document, Met ben ishto. If again it's we find on a document that such and such, this, um, the son of such and so and so was dead, is dead, or has died, or was killed, um, and we know and we recognize that this writing is the writing of a Yehudi. Um, the, the person's wife who's um, who is um, said to be dead on the document may um, marry someone else so to someone who became mute, likewise someone who lost his speech and became mute and tested in the way um, that we um, prescribe in such a case, as we mentioned previously, for such type of individual, and we find that he is um, that he is in fact sound. Yes, that, and we find that he is in fact sound, um, as we mentioned um, this um, check um, in perek bet that we check if um, and see. Yes, it's perek bet halacha tet zayin, I believe. Yes, um, And the way that we check him is we ask, ask him um, certain questions and if he answers and nods properly um, on um, th- things that um, yes, if he answers properly um, at the proper time and we check him three times and um, three times at three di- yes, and we check him at three different interv- intervals if he says um, yes um, and no, um, at the proper times, he can um, divorce his wife um, if he um, writes. If he yes, if he um, writes it down. Um, but again, in this case, if someone lost their speech and we tested him that he is um, that he is um, that he has a sound mind and writes that so and so, the son of so and so is dead. So his written testimony may be relied on. Um, and the deceased deceased's wife may remarry based on this um mute person's um, writing and in regards to the witnesses of um of a woman that are testifying that her husband died we we won't. We don't do derisha Hakira. Derisha and hakira are seven questions um, that we ask every witness. Again, aside from the witnesses of a, of a husband who died. Um, and seven witnesses. Um, and it's pr- and they're done before um the witnesses even testify. Um, the seven questions are about time and space. Um, five questions are asked. About the time of whatever they're testifying about, and two questions are asked um, about the place of what they're testifying about. So we don't examine the edim of a deceased man, of a deceased man that are testifying on behalf of a woman. Um, with um, again, we don't examine them with the hakira, these seven questions, because hahamim only. Um, Because Hahamim only, yes, because Hahamim in this case ruled um, to be lenient as much as possible in regards to um, changing a woman's marital status and to um, allow her to remarry. And um, Harambam has a teshuvah um, that he says that anyone that is um, stringent and mahmir in regards to drishavi Hakira um, with um, regards to um, this type of case, is not doing the appropriate thing in Hahamim, and then this is not what Hahamim wanted. Because again, um, the ikar of their takana and the way that they formulated these laws are um, to help the aguna as much as possible to allow her to remarry. Because again, we never want a woman to. Um, stay alone for the rest of her life, Haswa Shalom. Um, and again we want her to and we want to facilitate um, her marriage to someone else in the best way possible. Now Bam here will close um, this treatise of Girushin um, with the reason why um, we are so lenient, um we try to be as lenient as possible again obviously in um, within the boundaries of halacha in regards to um, the aguna <speaking in Hebrew> don't um be so uh, perplexed um, as to why hahamim, um, permitted a woman um, that um, is an erva that um, because she is an eshet ish um, in regard um, based on uh, um, the testimony of another wo- of another of another woman or of a maidservant or um, someone who heard from an ed or from the um, from a written document without. Um, them being subject to Derishave Hakira, as we've been talking about the past couple of chapters. because the Torah insisted on testimony by two people, and the other rules in regards to this testimony, like Derishave Hakira only in matters that the truth cannot be ascertained except out of the mouths of the witnesses and by their testimony. For example, if they testimony that A has killed B or has A has made a loan to B. Aval davar she'ifshar la'amod al-buryo pi but in regards to matters that can be ascertained by means other than the testimony of the witnesses uh, where the witnesses the witness himself cannot um he can't clear himself if he is exposed as a false witnesses as a false witness um, as in the case that he testified that so and so is dead. Again, obviously, um, if so and so is not dead, um, he can um, come back, and this ed would be totally exposed. And again, it's not just something based on um, the the witness, because again, if he is alive, um, it's an externality that, um, and it's another way. It's a way for the court to find the truth. Again, not simply based on whatever the witnesses say the torah was not particular about it um, because in such cases it is uncommon for a witness to testify um and lie for um such a falsehood again that he'll be exposed and hachamim were lenient um, in regards to this and gave credence even to a single witness who offered testimony um, from a maidservant um, or from a written document without derisha um, hakira, And again, in order for the um, girls, for Jewish girls and Jewish women not to um, be agunot. And with that, we finish I'm the treaties of Gerushin, Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen.